Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Disjelter Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. 2022, yo's! Yeah, what a, what a great start. I mean, it feels like I say that. It feels like we see that every year. Well, when the kids go straight back to virtual learning, yeah, okay. It's 2020, part two. Yes. Exactly. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, this of course is the Thursday Night Hangout. I am your host, Charlie, and I'm joined once again by the Plivicator himself, Zelius. It is good to see you virtually! Ha ha! Ha, yes, virtually, yay! Um, this is, uh, like I said, it's the Thursday Night Hangout. This is a show for you where we try to cover the topics most important to you. Um, and of course, if you haven't had a chance to add your topic or question to the conversation by all means drop it in the chat and we will add it um to the show if we unfortunately do roll up run out of time we will roll it over to the very next show so without further ado ladies and gentlemen since zelius brought it up let's talk about 2022 first oh, of all six days of it first of all 2021 had the last left and kicked basically the vast majority in the nuts with uh taking away the one the only betty white the only person both the left and right can agree on is a great person. She's an amazing person. person. Amazing. It is tragic that she's not passed. But I tell you what, there seems to be like a laundry list of of famous individuals seem to have unfortunately passed right at the end. Uh, two big football legends and, of course, Betty White. Betty White, I'm sorry, everyone, but Betty White basically sits in in like – a completely different atmosphere to everyone else. She's the pantheon of awesomeness. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, she loved animals. She was funny. She was silly. She could basically roll with any punch and she was an amazing human being. So I'm going to miss you. She buddy. followed the don't be a dick rule and did it right. Exactly. Which unfortunately is not always as straightforward as you would think it would be. Maybe we should have elected Betty White as president. Like, just be like, everybody write her in if we have been better off. Exactly. Just just think if, if before you speak, think, would you say this to Betty White? If not, then keep your mouth shut. WWBD. Exactly. Okay, so um, unfortunately, I do. this is a terrible segue, but um, uh, tragically... December the 8th, uh, 2021, uh, the news is finally starting to truly circulate. There was a Twitch streamer slash YouTube streamer by the name of Kika. Uh, she was from uh, Serbia, and she unfortunately passed. Um, her, Insta her Instagram post read, this will be a hard time for us all, and all we could do is keep her memory alive. We love you, Kika, and miss you more than words can explain. It further went on to say, if you are having suicidal thoughts or suffering from mm -hmm. depression, please speak to someone. You are not alone. So I want to go right off the bat. Big start to the 2022 season. Ladies and gentlemen, you are indeed not alone. There are a lot of people out there who suffer from uh, depression, from anxiety, from bipolarism, from a laundry list of stuff. There, there are so many people, unfortunately, there's so many people just like you. Okay. Um, I wish everyone was happy and giddy and yay. 
but that's just not how the world works. Um, for those who are in the United States, uh, I do want to um, uh, say a phone number, and I'm sure Zelius is probably looking up right now, uh, but this is the National uh, Suicide uh, Helpline for anyone who does indeed need help. All you got to do is dial 1-800-273-8255. Now, speaking from personal experience, I can indeed tell you that you are not alone if you have anxiety, if you have depression, if you have bipolarism, which is basically, I have the trifecta. I have tons of medication that I should be on for that stuff. Um, but um, this, unfortunately, this individual... Um, a little bit of background about her. Uh, she went by K1KA or Kika on Twitch and YouTube. Um, she was a semi-pro um, Counter-Strike Global Offensive player. She was actually rated as one of the better players out of Serbia. Uh, she was also um, she also did streams for League of Legends. She had seven hundred and five thousand subscribers on YouTube and in the very short time that she was on Twitch then she took a break and then she came back she had 44.5 thousand followers on Twitch so for those out there who you know need to understand that it's not the small people I mean it could be people who have a huge following like this it's it's not you know there's no magic number that automatically cures you of depression or uh, bipolarism or something like that. If you have, seriously, please, please promise me, ladies and gentlemen, in the year 2022, if you do have those types of dark thoughts, please reach out to uh, friends, family, or if you are in a country that I'm, I'm, I'm sure most countries have like a suicide ho uh, helpline, uh, please call the number. Indeed. Yeah, unfortunately, you never quite know what's going on actually inside of somebody's head. Most of the time, I don't know what's going on inside of my own head. Um, you know, yeah, if you need it, reach out for help. And the thing is, look, I, I will fully state that I am not licensed. But if you reach out to me, I will help you find a phone number to, to get you the help you need. I personally utilize a an online uh, therapist system, uh, uh, system service. There it is, ser service. Um, although they don't sponsor the show, I would love for them to. Uh, I I have been using um, uh, BetterHelp uh, for over two years, and it works for me. Well, um, it all goes back to a good reason not to be a dick, because you never know how what mental state. Regardless of, because you look at Kika one's, you know, Instagram and she looks happy and bubbly and all that good stuff, right? But yeah. you never really know what's going on with a person. And, you know, reality is a few words one way or the other could be what sets them off. Mm -hmm. um, and there's not a good place to be a dick in the first place. It's just another good reason not to be one. Fully agree. Absolutely. 100% fully agree. Do not be a dick. Especially if be, you have one. Be like Betty White. Huh? Be like Betty White. Exactly. Just just think. Just channel your inner Betty White. And if you don't have one, 
there are people who will help you find one. I told my boss today. So we have this like weekly, we have this weekly newsletter that goes out uh-huh. and there's always like, you know, the intro like letter from some, you know, administrator yep. at the very top. I see a picture of Betty white before I even like read it. I knew it came from my boss. That text. <laughs> I was like, you told, like, I just know you did this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, let's go on to uh, some happier news. How about that? I like happy news. Okay. Uh, so for us, Slightly older individuals, not like whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not get into ageism, sir. I'm, I'm okay. For those who were around back in 30 years ago, so that would have been 19 eight. Oh, shit. Uh, eight, uh, 1992. Yeah, that's 30 years ago. Okay. Hard to believe, but so yes. So around nine, around that time, there was a show that came out. That was phenomenal. Um, basically, anything that came out from a specific studio, um, the Jim Henson Company, mm. was awesome. And one of those shows is finally making its long-awaited return. That, of course, is Fraggle Rock. Oh, gosh. Not in Fraggle Rock. Uh, so, uh, Apple TV or Apple TV Plus. I'm, is there a difference between Apple TV and Apple TV Plus? This is like... An additional no. subscription? I'm sure there is an additional subscription. But I honestly have no idea. Anyways, so uh, the news, there is a full trailer for those who are interested in, in viewing said uh, revival of Fraggle Rock, which is which is being called Fraggle Rock Return to the Rock. Um, apparently, they're keeping the aesthetics pretty close to the original show, which I think was, it was actually... Mm, 1985, I think, was when it first came on. Zealys could probably check that, but, um, but anyways, it is coming back on Apple TV Plus. Uh, like I said, it's it's called Fraggle Rock: Return to the Rock. All 13 episodes are going to drop simultaneously on January 21st. Now, are you excited about this? If I had Apple TV, and I'm assuming the plus means I have to pay, would have to have paid extra, I I am slightly depressed that I won't be able to see it. But maybe if I can mooch off someone, or maybe I go over to someone's house who has that, and I'll just watch all 13 episodes back to back to back to back to back to back to back, to back, to back, to back and then I'll get my fix. Um, that sounds uh, reasonable. Yeah, I think so. I mean, come on. I mean, look, I am not I am not stealing anyone's password. I'm just going to that person's house. And making and forcing them to allow me to watch all 13 episodes in a row of Fraggle Rock, Return to the Rock, uh, so that I can get my fix. Um, I like it. The, now, of course, I'm about to list some of the characters who absolutely are 100% back in the show. And this will make no sense to anyone who's never seen Fraggle Rock. So I apologize, but you got Gobo, Red, Boober, Moki. Wembley, and then you have a bunch of new characters as well. Um, and they are being voiced by the likes of Patty LaBelle, Cynthia Avero, David Diggs, Ed Helms, and Keenan Thompson. Now, I do vaguely remember that they had like a, there was this, okay, so Fraggle Rock was kind of like, you had this like old man and this dog 
but then and this weird ass like trash heap in the back but then underground was fraggle rock but then inside fraggle rock was like a, another kind of like tier called the doozers the and the doozers actually had a tv show for a bit i think i remember huh that one i don't know it is the the green looking builders with like the the crystal clear sticks that sometimes the fraggles would eat hmm I don't remember that much Fraggle Rock to be honest. I, like, I knew I watched Fraggle Rock, but I don't remember like the details of Fraggle Rock. Understandable, understandable. I remember so that one know. of the characters had a grandfather that was going that like went everywhere and would send postcards. Hmm. But anyways, Fraggle Rock is coming back uh in 15 days. Or no. Are, what did I say? 21st or 29th. What'd I say? I think you need to introduce your kids to it. You all should have like a Fraggle Rock party. If if I had Apple TV Plus, I would, but unfortunately, I do not. I have. Do you not love your kids enough to get Apple TV Plus for them? Think of the memories you would have with them with this. Oh my God, dude! I'll just I'll I'll just go over to my sister's house. I'm pretty sure she has Apple TV Plus. Well, there you go. I think you just created a party for her that she doesn't know about. Ta-da. Uh, so, yeah, Fraggle Rock. They just show up. And you're like, you love my kids, don't you? <laughs> don't you love your nephews? Come on. No pressure. Um, yeah, I feel like... You know when Fraggle Rock was originally released? When was it? 1983. Okay, so I was close with the 85 guess. Hey, year after we were born. <clears throat> we're not supposed to be kind of... Now all they need is our social security number, Zelius, and, and we've been hacked. It's too late for that, man. We live in 2022 where your life is being hacked. As Let's be honest. I've been hacked several times thanks to the PlayStation Network. Okay? Oh. Yeah. Sad day. Okay. So um, one of the other topics that, uh, that came in over the week, and this is going to be a little bit more of a um, – uh, this is unfortunately something that happens a lot in the video game industry. Um, video games are created and we play them and we defeat them. Yeah. Okay. So some of you might know that, uh, China has basically started to crack down on the amount of time that adolescents, uh, or I guess not adults can spend on, um, video games and stuff like that. Oh, now yeah, they've taken yeah. a step further by basically mandating that no new IP is to be created, which has basically caused quite the a, quite a ripple effect and is shutting down a ton of studios because they're not allowed to create any new content. And of course, the vast majority of stuff that's in China, the main marketplace, of course, wherever you're creating your product, your main market is where you're at. So it's not yeah. like... You know, I, I don't know the, the Chinese restrictions for internet, so I don't know about, you know, putting it on like a Steam or something, if you're even allowed to do that. So, Well, I know like Steam, like specifically, when it comes to China, like there is a Steam client, but I think it's basically like Counter-Strike and like one of the game are the only games. So when it comes to like companies like Steam can release their client but it's super duper restricted. It's not like stateside where it's like free for all. Um, yeah, they're totally locked down over there. So you definitely 
get restricted as far as that goes. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I understand that China is basically trying to here. Okay. Let me, let me, it's, it's technically the global version is banned. I think is what it is. Hmm. I think it's the global version of steam where you can only get like the Chinese one is what it comes down right. to. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. There's, there's probably some equivalent. Um, there usually is. You usually have to have some third party to to put your game into China. Um, but um, crap, you derailed me, Zelius. What was I going to say? Dota two's one, huh? Oh, Dota I would, two. Yeah, of course. I would assume any any like massive multiplayer game. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, um, like a MOBA esque game. Well, Dota 2's old. I, God, I don't know. It's 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 tricky. CS:GO. Well, yeah. But yeah, it's yep. It's it's pretty restricted. That's for sure. That does not surprise me. But the 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 thing is, I understand that um, video game addiction is a problem. Uh, there are individuals who have neglected uh, their family, their themselves, uh, both uh, physically and financially and spiritually and mentally. Um, you know, there's there's those stories from I want to say it's Thailand or the Philippines where uh, this couple. Um, neglected their own baby and the baby died because they were too busy playing a game that was like a baby raising simulator. Hmm. There's also, of course, you know, those, those, um, people who literally like log, lock into the internet cafes and, and basically die where they're seated because they don't move. So yeah. I under, I understand, you know, the, the need for regulation. And I know that there's, I think there's curfews as well. Like you're only you're only allowed X amount of time in the week, but also you're not allowed to play after a certain time. Well, of course, part of the question always is in my mind when it comes down to you know the addictions and the negative side effects. Is that a result of video games in particular, or is it because that person has a addictive personality in the first place? And it just so happens that the, uh, you know, the carrot elevator that they took part in was video games. Meaning, like, if like, could it just have easily been gambling or some other addiction other than video games? I'm not a psychologist, so I don't know. But that's always, you know, it'd be an interesting thing to actually look into. Is have there been kind of studies done on, you know? What is that addiction? Is it like an overall personality addiction? Is it, you know, people are, some people might only get addicted to video games, but not other stuff. And how do you even quantify that? I, I, I don't know. They're kind of fascinating. To, to be honest with you, I think, um, I think it would be more of a, if, if you have, um, if you have a personality that that thrives off of escapism, be it through alcohol, gambling, drugs, video games is just another outlet. Um, the problem is that um, 
in the United States, we have such a knee-jerk reaction that we think that, you know, anything that goes wrong, if there, if video games is even hinted at, it's because of video games. Mm-hmm. Um, stop. America loves passing the buck. How about that? Here, here's, here's the thing. If you... In order to truly find out the answer for Zelius and for, you know, of course, the world, you would need, an, which is impossible, an unbiased scientific study, an international scientific study that's not being, unfortunately, wouldn't it would have to not be government funded because, you know, the government, like, you know, if you give a couple extra uh, warnings so that we can get some extra money or, you know, whatever, or we can, you know, instead of, Worrying about certain other things, uh, we could focus on video games, which really is an issue, but we're going to make it an issue. Uh, So, like, yeah. Where the recent threads on Reddit have been books I've read in the last year. Yeah. And so you think about how people spend their time, right? Yep. You got people reading like 71, 78, 150 books. Yep. They're spending tons of hours, obviously, reading those books. Yep. And not like nobody bats an eye at it. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of hours, but nobody's like, oh, that was a waste of time. But because it's books, it's not considered a waste of time. But somebody could spend a fraction of that time playing video games as what people read books. It all of a sudden, to your point, now it's considered a waste of time and you have a video game addiction. It's not a, I wouldn't say it, it's, well, yeah. I mean, I was I was going to try to make an argument, but I, fuck that shit. I'm, I'm not going to make an argument. I'm, I'm not going to try to, to you know, defend it. Look, here's the deal. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are an individual, I'm going to say over 16, okay? <laughs> you need to police yourself. I know it's difficult. I know it's tough. But... The, and, and this is this is like anything else in 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 um in the world. You have to have restraint. Okay, I could. I mean, I I am over twenty one. Obviously, I have a plethora of of whiskey and bourbon behind me. I'm not, and and I love the taste, but I'm not going to start downing it okay you have i understand that with with alcohol with video games with movies books uh recreational drugs there's that escapism there's that there's that chance that everything will just disappear and you can worry about it later but the fact of the matter is you still need to be ready to return you need to return to reality okay there are certain professional sports athletes who currently are in some weird upside down world that is causing quite a stir, especially the uh, National Football League. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you're saying I shouldn't run around at work tomorrow with my shirt off? I'm saying that if your boss says something you don't agree with, you should not strip down to just your pants and then run around the office while people are trying to get stuff done, um, blowing kisses and giving the deuce sign. If he signs back into the chat, you need to repeat that. It'd really confuse him. 
<laughs> my boss. Oh. Because no. he does stuff by occasionally. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Um, that, no, no, but, but here, look, the, the, the other thing is. But yes, if, I agree. If, if you, ladies and gentlemen, see an individual who is acting slightly strange or maybe is a little bit out of control, do not make assumptions. There might be more shit going behind closed doors than you do. The best thing you can do for, and we're, we're going back to the beginning now. The best thing you can do for them is ask if, are they okay? And if they need help. Okay. Otherwise you cannot, you, the individual cannot make the judgment call. If so, what that person is doing is because of drugs, alcohol, or some kind of addiction, or maybe a mental thing. Because you know what assumptions do. Makes an ass out of you and me. Um, yeah. Anyways, so here's the thing. I'm going to jump on my soapbox here. Oh, it's Soapbox Thursday. Yeah, man. Look, like I said, I'm, 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 I'm putting the line at 16. Before 16, late, before 16, or, ladies and gentlemen, if you have children of your own you need to be the gatekeeper all right i personally look i can speak i could speak from experience okay after a traumatic event that happened to my family this past year i literally escaped into playing nothing but ftl no one was going to stop me i had to control myself I don't want to know how many time, how many hours I put in FTLZ. At least don't look it up. <laughs> but th look, here's the deal. I I understand that the world is getting tougher. It's absolutely getting smaller. Anything and everything you do is under a fucking microscope. There is shit that Zelius and I did. Thank God, there's no social media. Uh huh. We probably would have been arrested for. Uh huh. Or at least charged. I'm thinking arson, but or <laughs> in trespassing, but, um, uh, but the the fact of the matter is, well, uh, for those kids out there or or individuals out there that need a reminder, anything you do can be posted to the internet, and when it's on the internet, it's there forever. So make sure you don't do dumb shit. Second, control yourself. Yes, impulse control is crazy. Okay, simply crazy. Why do we have impulse control? I don't understand, sir. Second, if you do feel that you have to constantly escape from reality, perhaps you should reach out for help. Wait, how's Alt Confusion been offline for 15 days? On what? On Steam. Twitch? Steam. Steam? That can't yeah. be right. That can't be right. No, dude, I literally, I'm, I had a Steam game playing in the background <laughs> for the show. Interesting. It lies. Stop looking up my shit. Um, no, I don't care. I, I've been playing a lot of Grifflands right now. Although I did try Death Door, which was a very interesting game. Thank you, random uh, YouTuber who just dropped crap in my in the uh, chat. Let me show you uh, how we do with that. I thought you would have had more hours on Hades. I, I, it's all yeah, on, on the Switch. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Oh, 36 hours of global agenda. Huh? Oh, global 36 agenda. hours of global agenda. <laughs> that takes me back. I don't even know the last time I logged. Yeah, well, anyways. Okay, actually, this is a good segue. Thank you, Zelius. Uh, global segue. agenda. There was always a rumor back in the day, because global agenda is ancient now in, in terms of like internet years. Uh, but no spoiler alerts. Spoilers. There wasn't a story outside the the tutorial. Oh. Anyways, okay. So, um, the I know I've, I've I know I've talked about this before at conventions, and I'm sure that I've talked about this during shows. But the way that the game industry works is fucked up. Okay, mm. there are always going to be. There's always going to be the distinct possibility that a game that is amazing, that is mind-blowing, may never see a sequel because it didn't sell well or the the publisher doesn't think that it deserves a second go or just bad luck of the draw. Uh, recently, uh, there was a huge celebration about a specific game called... Um, Oh my gosh, what the heck is the name of the game? Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Oh yeah. Uh, Tsushima, because the T is silent, right? Tushima, whatever. Anyways, they celebrated that they they sold over 8 million copies. And so it was like, yay! And of course, they I believe they had an exclusive, or they might have had they a time exclusive with Sony. Like, everybody loved the game. Yes. I've not played it, but I've heard phenomenal things. There about is, it. An, there is, of course, there's several other games that that fall into that same category of, of exclusive or time exclusive, whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, a the director of a game called Days Gone, uh, but his name is Jeff Ross. Um, he his game Days Gone basically surpassed all these benchmarks that Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Uh, has accomplished. However, instead of everyone celebrating it, he ba he says that they basically gave him the cold shoulder going, Egh. um, and they actually went as far as to say that the, the company, uh, see Dagon studio, Sony bend is working on an exciting new IP that builds on top of the deep open world system that, they developed with Days Gone, which of course means that Days Gone ain't going to get a sequel. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to basically what's 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 a uh, what's a proper way of saying this? Uh, they're going to gut the shit out of of that and basically just plaster a new story on top of it, um, and and you know call it a day. Here is the beautiful dirty dirtiness of the industry. There are several ways that your game could immediately die. Um, especially, it, look, if you have a game that has has the potential for sequels, here's a couple of landmines that will occur for you. And I apologize if it has happened to you. First, Metacritic. That's a fucking landmine in itself. Metacritic is this piece of shit website. And if the Metacritic 
person from San Francisco wants to jump on my stream, by all means, come on, let's let's have a let's have a conversation. Um, Metacritic basically is a website that grabs scores from a bunch of websites and then slams them together to give you a uh, an average score. The unfortunate thing is the vast majority of websites out there do not have okay when you're reviewing you do not have there's no re game reviewer manual there's no you must rate from a one to ten scale or zero to a hundred scale there are people who do seven you know zero to seven pineapples but what metacritic does is they yank your shit off your site and then basically interpret it from you know uh, whatever to basically make it into a hundred point scale, even though some most websites would argue that by, let's say if you do zero, uh, you know, one to five, uh, whatever, uh, pineapples, just to keep with pineapples, because I just watched, uh, an episode of psych. So we're just going to keep with pineapples. pineapples. Uh, uh, let's say you do one to five pineapples. Okay. So if you do one, pi one pineapple, uh, Metacritic style is 20, two is a 40 out of a hundred, three, wait, is that right? Yeah. Is a 60 out of a hundred an 80 out of a hundred and a hundred out of a hundred. There are publishers who are dumb as brick who will take that Metacritic score and literally your, the likelihood of your, uh, sequel happening is predicated on that Metacritic store. So if you have a bunch of non zero to 100 scores, and so they have to, you know, they have to figure it out to make it into their magical algorithm. Here, here is the, the dirty, dirty secret. If your game, I, I'm, I'm, I'm praying that this has changed, but in 20 back in, uh, uh, all the way to up to 2019, what publishers were doing was they were utilizing the Metacritic score because they didn't want to have to look for uh, the reviews. They didn't want to read them. They just wanted the point value. If you had an 85 or above uh, uh, average score, there was an 80% chance you would get a sequel. If you had a zero to 84 score, you had a 20% chance, 20 to 30% chance of a sequel, which was basically next to nothing. If you don't understand. Um, now I understand AAA titles. They're looking at, they're looking at the dollar signs that they want the money. They, they need the money. Okay. But at the same time, there are examples where they basically shat the bed because they had too fast of a knee-jerk reaction. Uh, two of the games uh, that immediately come to mind are, uh, there was a game called uh, Beyond Good and Evil, which sold terribly, but had incredible uh, fan support. And then, of course, there was another game called Puzzle Quest, which actually the publishers... Um, 
previous episode, I talked about the fact that if you're doing a brick, if your game's at a brick and mortar store, you have you have to rent every single spot. Well, the publisher decided that they weren't making enough money as soon as the game came out. I think it was like after a week or two, they pulled it. And of course, that's when it caught fire and everyone they had to send it back, which is the beauty of digital distribution because you don't have to have you don't have to resend on your own dime all those physical copies back to the store. But this game uh, so Days Gone, which has sold, basically it has outpaced uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, um, but there's no chance in hell it's going to get a sequel. Of course, all the praise and everything for uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, there's a very I'm, I'm almost 100 percent sure there's probably you know another game in the in if the game warrants a sequel, they'll probably make a sequel because it's been such a, a critical success. I mean, look, they've sold over eight million copies. Well, I think I maybe mean, I think there would be two things on that. One is there is the there's also the advertisement behind it. Yes. So Ghost of Tsushima had a much larger campaign as far as hype and promo videos and all that good stuff. Um, the I just did a quick cursory glance at the ratings of both user and publication scores mm -hmm. of Ghost of Tsushima versus Days Gone. Days Gone. Mm -hmm. And across the board, Ghost of Tsushima were higher. And basically what it comes down to is, for everything I've read is, Ghost of Tsushima is a memorable action combat game where basically got, Days Gone is basically just another open world game. And so as far as all those things add up, and also a thing when you look at sales... It's not always just a simple number of sales. You also look at the price. I don't think Ghost of Tsushima has been below $40 yet. No. It's really just now when you basically had the Black Friday and the Christmas sales where I saw it like under 50 for the first time. Right. And, and, and Days it, Gone has has hit the sales. Oh, it hit the sales like very soon after release. Um, so I think it's – I think the critical acclaim – and yes, Metacritic has its issues – I also pulled up 10 random uh, reviews from Metacritic. Two of those, I actually could not find scores on their websites. Um, the other ones were like, you know, 9.5 out of 10. Okay. Or it actually had like the 95 out of it. I was like, okay, that correlates pretty well. But two of them out of the 10, I actually could not find a score on the review. Mm -hmm. One was a 50 and another was an 85. So I just thought that was interesting where I could not actually find a score. Well, there, there, uh, the, the, the interesting thing is that there are a lot of, unless you are like one of the major websites, you know, like a, a GameSpot, which is also Giant Bomb, ladies and gentlemen, I, I hate to break it to you, but they pulled them back into the fold a couple of years ago. So if you are going, oh my God, I only do things through Giant Bomb because they're free. N no, GameSpot owns those bitches again um, for a while now. Um, I, I don't try, look. As a reviewer and also as a consumer, I, I've never trusted GameSpot scores. I've never trusted, I definitely have never trusted IGN scores because I know that they are notorious for pumping the scores of um, sponsored games. And I think the other really big important part thing is, is Ghost of Tsushima is really, it's gorgeous on the PlayStation 5. Yes. So when you also look at, you know, not that I'm having a problem selling PS5s right now, but you're trying to look at like, hey, 
like how you know fancy and great our system is, absolutely compared to the Xbox more than anything else, they point at a game like Ghost of Tsushima, both with the gameplay and the graphics, whereas Days Gone just doesn't have that same um, wow factor. So I think all of those really do add up to really create a different environment of what is, as far as what is Sony going to push to the end users is going to be a game that hits these different boxes. I will um, point out though, yeah. just real quick, and in, in, in I guess a little bit of, of defense to Days Gone. First of all, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, um, I'm just looking up the, the current stats for, um, for Twitch, okay? And of course, there's technically there's many different streaming services, but let's be honest, Twitch is the number that you want. Uh, there okay. is 339,000 followers, and currently there's 279 viewers uh, uh, for active streams right now versus Days Gone, which has 366,000 followers, and 1.3 thousand of them are currently watching right now. And it's all literally... 1,000 of them is on one channel. <laughs> it goes from 1,000 viewers to 46 viewers, okay? Nice. Versus Ghost of uh, uh, Shishima, which goes, like I said, 279 viewers. And so it goes from 29 to 23. So they're spread evenly apart. It's not like, you know, a popular streamer goes, I'm going to do this. And it, you know, jacks with the numbers. Speaking of totally... Tangent, yes, sir. But there's been a, a Sony slash PlayStation has been working on a integrated Discord client for the PlayStation Five. I really, really, really hope it comes because, like, I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen and tr and the crossplay between the PS Five and the PlayStation or sorry PC is phenomenal, no problems. The one big hiccup is chat or mm -hmm. voice chat, I should say. Because everybody's doing it over Discord, but without that integrated PS5 Discord app, they kind of have to jump through some hoops in order to get that voice chat experience while playing the game concurrently without that Discord. Because on the PC, it's straightforward. You can just mix the two. Life is good. Sorry, um, mic broken. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. If if you ever catch, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever catch me playing an online game, I... Unless you are, unless I am streaming, you will not hear my voice. I do not talk in game. Which is even for, but even for listening for like Savage Raids in um, Final Fantasy, you want to be able to at least listen to both. Really, the audio cues in the dungeons, and also like somebody calling out what's going on. So being able to have both is very beneficial to your gameplay, in my experience, at least. Once, but also let let me let me put a little caveat. I don't really play a lot of online games, so my you know my opinions and my thought process do do not really factor in. Zelius is more of the expert as to the online realms than I am. So Someday. so um, how many how many days you gonna take off? When was it? Lost Ark is uh, finally gonna drop. February. I got actually it should be perfect. Wait, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, this might actually be perfect for my winter break. Uh, let's you see do know that winter month. is now passing, right? 
Yeah, but our winter break, because, yeah, so our winter break is like our second break, if that makes sense. Our next break. Uh, when, when is it? So it's February 11th is the official North American release. Um, and then our school's winter break. I can actually find it here. Ooh, nice. Is basically two weeks after that. Maybe. Which I'll take. Is let's be honest. It gives them that week and a half or two weeks to figure out all the server glitches. <laughs> Cause that's usually what you have anyways. On a you know, very very um acclaimed game. Not acclaimed because it's not North American release. Anticipated. Yet. Thank you. Yes, a very anticipated game that you're gonna have a lot of day one players really wanting to try out and see, you know, what is the buzz all about. You want to give that week or two, and that's like when any game comes out, any MMO, in this case a um, hack and slash, I don't care what the game is, like I'm not gonna rate a game based on that first two weeks and how do the servers hold up? Because like People okay. were, like, were like, oh my gosh, this game's servers don't work. This is the worst game ever. I'm like, have you played any MMO ever? ever. <laughs> have you have you have you ever had to deal with, you know, queue time and all that jazz? Uh just because just because I was looking stuff up on Twitch, I do want to point out, and we've um once upon a time, God, maybe maybe 2020. I was like trying to keep track of like um, I would do basically at some point every single day, see how many um, live viewers were watching a certain stream. I just want to point out because we Zelis and I have, and I believe the vast majority of you out there have also um, agreed that Overwatch has been dying a slow death since its launch. And so just, you know, I guess to put salt in the wounds here, one of the games that basically stole a bunch of the professional Overwatch players that are in the, the very expensive league, uh, Valorant, of course, yep. is cur ha currently has 98.8 thousand um, viewers right now, whereas Overwatch has 17.8 thousand. And... Just a little shout out for uh, the the local company here or the local game. Uh, Smite currently has sixteen point five thousand, so Smite has almost caught up to Overwatch, That's... which is awesome for me. And, you know, and of course, well, you know, they they release new content. Well, no shit, Sherlock. That's what causes viewers to come back. I mean, that's kind of how many on Battlefield kind of One? Sad one at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It comes back to is, I mean, we're looking probably at 2023 80 now. viewers, Sam. There's only 80 people watching Battlefield 1. Ouch. Because I think now we're looking in 80, it's, 79. It's all Battlefield 2042. There's 2.6 thousand of them. Isn't that no, the one that's like broken as shit though? No, that's a game that just fell on its face. 2042, yeah. Like everybody hates it. The only thing that people love, from what I've heard, is the fact that um, the commercial shows Tom Brady as the NFL MVP in 2042, which is, is like, yeah, it'll probably fucking happen. That's pretty funny. 
Although those numbers are inflated as I look at it, there's one person that has 1.1 thousand viewers and then it goes down to 179. So, yeah, you know, take that with a grain of salt. How large a grain of salt are we talking? I'm talking one that if you try to swallow it, you would choke on it. I was thinking more like if you try to pass it. You try to what? Kidney stone. I don't ever want to think about that. Ah, this is why Smite is so close to Overwatch. Like there is 11.8 thousand viewers on one channel, and it Good drops Lord. to 604, whereas Overwatch has 5.5 thousand viewers and then 2.3 thousand viewers. That's quite a lot of viewers for one show, damn. They're, they're doing a throwback. It's the official Smite channel. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. Sam Grizzle says 120 online players in the same room. That's cool. I can't wait for thousands. A real war. One that I remember, shit, this was a long time ago now. There was like this push for this like magical, like, it's like an interactive table. And there was this video game that you could have like a shit ton of people playing at the same time. It was like, an astronomical amount. Of course, that of course went away because if if the entry fee is thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars, it's not it's not feasible in the consumer marketplace. Totally right. Did you ever play? It was at the arcade. I remember they had it at Tilt at Predator. Uh -huh. It was the hologram game. You, I remember you like fighting dinosaurs on this hologram game. I never played. Was, I have never played a VR game. No, it was not a VR game. Or Holly Gear. I, I, no, it was like a video game where like you you like you actually controlled like a hologram and like you fought holograms. It was cool. And we're talking early 90s, probably. It was a real thing. I'm not making this up. I didn't drink back then, so it also is not like a random drunken story either. Oh, Zelius. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to pause just for a second because we want to show some love and respect to the individuals who uh, support us and not only sharing all of our social stuff, uh, liking us, uh, following us, but they also are our patrons. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about the friends of the show. And the first one, of course, has got to be the Indie Cluster. <coughs> <coughs> The Indie Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences as a traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships in local communities to bring games to the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts to challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and minority groups about game development to hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. If you want more information, go to IndieCluster.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-C-L-U-S-T-E-R.com. Now, of course, the next one we have to do a shout-out for is an individual who we met at the convention that shall not be named. Uh, and at that time, it was a different company, but now it is 
Noodle Boy Media. Founded in 2015 by Andrew Tran, Noodle Boy Media, previously White Kid 47 Media, is your choice for professional photo shoots and panel recordings at conventions. They pride themselves in providing a high level of professionalism, top-notch experiences, and quality services. If you want more information and to view their full list of services, check out facebook.com slash noodleboymedia. And of course, the final shout out that we have to give is to the the amazing man himself, Hero Chiropractic. Hero Chiropractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by Ryan Moore. The company's focus to elevate a patient's experience of freedom, creative expression, and joy. They believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible heroic potential inside themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater Atlanta area. They are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible, and most importantly, suited to your individual needs. For more, inf- for more information, go to HeroChiropractic.com. Now, Sam Grizzle, you bring up a good point. BattleAndrew.com. An amazing, amazing uh, bar, which, gamer bar, which unfortunately is closed on Mondays. Um, Battle and Brew is a phenomenal place, has delicious flavors of alcoholic beverages, as well as amazing food. And they are super duper duper on top of trying to keep everyone as safe as possible when it comes to COVID, any version of COVID, COVID, whatever you want to call it. COVID-titus. So let me, let me, just, just real quick. It is very interesting. If you talk to kids, they will not, if you say, you know, we got to be careful of COVID, they're like, no, 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 no. You got to be careful of Delta or Omicron. I'm like, no, that's just flavors of COVID. Yeah, it's like flavor, like we have to be careful of bad flavors of beer. Like eucalyptus flavored beer is something I have to be careful of. I want to avoid eucalyptus beers, just like I like to avoid certain variants of COVID. No, I I just find it interesting that if you say, you know, we got to be super, you know, protect, you know, we got to be careful around COVID. They're like, you mean Omicron? I'm like, that is COVID. Yeah. Like, it, like Zealous example, it'd be like you like to you know you got to be careful of that beer. Is it ale? Is it lager? Is it porter? Is it IPA? Is it um, some weird ass fusion beer that will make your shit turn green? Don't know. All right, so um, because we did the friends of the show, let's do some. Uh, uh, two quick things for all to confusion. The first is, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to become a, fr- a friend of the show and want a shout out during every single Thursday night hangout, all you got to do is become a patron. All to confusion survives on the love and support of fans like you. And so we have a patron uh, Patreon page. Patreon lets you, the fans, supporters, lovers, haters, demigods, undead, ghosts, ghouls, uh, extraterrestrial beings, interdimensional beings, and more 
to become active participants in the work we love through a monthly membership. This gives you access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and the stability we need to build an even stronger creative career. Currently, there are two tiers that you can sign up for. It is a monthly subscription. The first one is a dollar monthly subscription, which would be a dollar a month or $12 a year. And that will gain, that will give you early access to the, uh, our playthroughs as well as the ability to, uh, participate in any communications that are patron only. Now, if you want to bump it up to the $5 tier, which is $5 a month or $60 a year, you not only gain everything on the $1 tier, but you also have gained the ability to be part of our friends of the show. So if you want your name or organization added to the thank you section of every single Thursday night hangout, you've got to be at that $5 tier. And because we have our favorite fan of the next portion, I will do it for him. And that, of course, is, ladies and gentlemen, if you do not feel that you want to give a financial donation to Alter Confusion, but maybe perhaps you have something that you want us to show off or you want to gift to Alter Confusion, something physical, what you could do is you can mail it to... 1551 Dunwoody, that's D-U-N-W-O-O-D-Y, Village Parkway, and the next part is super duper duper important, it is number 88276. This, my friends, is the P.O. Box number. Without number 88276, it will not get to us, it will go straight to the post office and will be returned within three to five business days. So once again, the city is Dunwoody, D-U-N-W-O-O-D-Y, the state is Georgia, the zip code is 30338. All right. You're welcome, Sam, because I know you love that part. Okay, so um, there was a question that came in. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Now that Do we have an answer for the question? Okay, so one of the... I don't want... I, I'm just going to call it stall tactics, okay? One of the... Fun stall tactics that a lot of game developers, especially mobile game developers, employ is that they have specific actions that can't be taken until a certain time. Or you basically have a magical, you know, uh, amount of time between actions, two hours, before you could complete something. Unless, of course, you would have paid Demune to, to, you know, basically kick it to the next thing. So my question or sorry, the question that was asked of me was, um, in your opinion, if you're playing a game that requires either, you know, your your character is going to be busy for X amount of time, or you cannot continue the game for X amount of time, what is that X amount, like threshold? Is there one where if I have to wait, if, if every single action, basically the way the game's set up, if... Once you get to a specific, you know, like story time interaction, if I have to wait, I don't know, two hours between, that's too long. Zelius? I mean, most of those kind of mobile games, I'll check them once a day and that's it. Mm -hmm. It's like maybe like before I go to bed or something. And as long as I can get like that 10 to 15 minutes, I'm good. So I guess that's my thing is like as long as I still, because that's a lot of the gotcha games I've played are that way. Yeah. You can kind of do X amount of things 
to your point, without paying more money to be able to do more stuff. And really, for the most part, I'm fine with that because I'm just going to log in. Normally, I see it in the form of energy. Like you got a lot of different ways that it's kind of blocked or gated. Usually, I see it as energy where it can do X amount of things. And then you can do more if you want to lock more energy or whatever your thing is. And usually, that's pretty well calibrated for me. So you get that short burst of gaming and like, eh, okay, I'm done for today. So um, I'm trying to remember what game they were talking about. Um, there's a, a Harry Potter game <laughs> out there. Oh, that, that narrows it down. Uh, no, no, there's, there's a mobile, it's least like a Harry Potter mystery game or something like that. And you have uh, a, an, a certain amount of, energy that you could spend okay but also on the main story mode if i understood correctly the main story mode once you've completed one of the main stories you have to wait one of the main story pieces you have to wait x amount of time before you can advance further but the 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 true gotcha is the fact that not only do you um have to wait but there's a very good chance that after you wait, you know, the hour and a half or two hours, that the amount of energy that's required to actually complete that story quest is going to be greater than what you have. So you're going to have to come back sporadically uh, to complete yeah. it. But it's also a timed event. So you will fail if you actually fall outside of it. Like you have five hours to do this. But... In order At to that do point, it, it just becomes tedious and frustrating. Exactly. Yeah. No, that no, was my it, feeling. Yeah. If, if it's just one of those three, I'm fine with it because it's straightforward. I know what I'm getting. Okay. We start compounding different factors of failure. It's gone from the point of just kind of the wait and see to like, okay, now I'm just annoyed. Well, I mean, this, this, look, it, it on the outside, it's like, oh, you know, you can play for free. But let, let's be honest with this type of situation, there, you are going to get, Either you're going to delete the app or you're going to be like, fuck this shit. I want to keep playing and you're going to start spending money. And as we all know, once you've made that first purchase, it becomes so much easier to do the follow-ups. And then they got gotcha. you. Yep. Um, I personally like, no, no, I, I, I don't have, I'm sorry, but I don't have the time to just like, I'm not going to set an alarm going, well, you know, the 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 energy uh uh you know, collection rate is uh I get one energy every 5 minutes. So if I want to complete this next thing cuz like certain action certain tasks within that take x amount of energy as well. It is like bizarre as shit. It's like um you have 5 hours to complete this and you'll give like three options and you you select it and it uses either anywhere from one to five energy. Um, one of each one of them will have like a different, or maybe all three of them will have five. So not only do you have to remember the, the energy conversion rate, but you also have to be like, okay, that task I need to do is for five energy. So I got to set my alarm for an hour and a half so I could do that. And then I'll see what the next set will be. So I could tell, you know, I could decide how much longer. Oh my God. 
dude, I have two kids. I have a job. <laughs> I can't do that shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I would look. No offense, but I, I'm, I'm the almost every single game that I could play for free. I'm playing for free. I, I'm not unless unless it's that good that I that I'm willing to pay buy into it. But I'm gonna be honest. If you go on the if if your game's on the mobile uh, platform, there's a very good chance that there's like I don't know 20, 30, 40, 50 games just like yours that prob I could probably play and get the exact same amount of enjoyment out of. So I'm probably not gonna pay. So speaking of Harry Potter, do you have any interest in the Harry Potter MMO Hogwarts Legacy? Are they actually making one now? After uh, was it W game? Or no, EA was like, yeah, eh, they yeah. didn't. They don't have state power back in the early two two thousands. Well, no, this one's actually being developed by Warner Brothers. It's a cash uh, cow, dude. It's a cash cow, and I'm surprised there isn't one out already. I mean, I'm surprised there isn't one out either. I mean, it seemed like it's a natural way to like. I mean, all craziness aside, it's still a phenomenally popular IP. I mean, look at how long Lorong um, Lotro is still around after how many years has it been out? Many, many years. So, yeah, I'm surprised they're like, yeah, so that's something I'm going to keep an eye on to see what happens with Hogwarts Legacy, the open world action MMO RPG set at Hogwarts. I just hope they don't nickel and dime people. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. I just, I just feel with. It's it's unfortunate, but I, I believe that at least my mindset, and I think there's that I'm not alone, is that a lot of like the bigger, more recognizable titles are now becoming those games that are going to nickel and dime the shit out of you for content. You know, they're going to DLC you to death. Well, at least the bigger MMOs I know of don't. They're still good about. This you could get either the stuff in game and get it anyways, or what you're paying for with the extra nickel diming is cosmetics. The, uh, that that's that's the hope. That's the prayer that there is no, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, competitive advantage over paying. Yeah, but you want to talk about a, a, a uh, I don't. I guess you could call it MMO maybe. Uh, that's been around forever. Maple Story. That has been around forever, yes. It this currently is- has 2.3 thousand active viewers. And you ever played really Maple Story? evenly spread out, huh? You ever played Maple Story? I did. I did play Maple Story. I also played what was the other game? I feel like I tried playing it on my phone actually. Ragnarok online. Oh yeah, Ragnarok online. Yep. And there, was there, was another, a, there was a there was oh, what was the other one? There was an idle Ragnarok game I played for quite a while, actually. Wasn't bad. Let's see how many viewers are on Ragnarok right now. Eh, there's 813. That's better than uh, Battlefield One. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Sam. Is it everything better than Battlefield One right now? I mean, that Sam could probably get more viewers on Battlefield One. It's because Sam's not streaming right now. That's really what it boils down to. What if your Battlefield One player had every single player in that game join the Twitch stream? You'd have like 79 viewers instantly. So you, uh, I think that, okay. So this is, this is that interesting kind of like gray area of if you are streaming a game and you have 
the competitors watching your stream. So basically screen watching. Screen sniping. Right, screen sniping. Yeah. Are you cool with that? I mean, I think Twitch streamers know that's happening. So it's like, it's, it is what it is probably when my guess. I mean, I think that's why you're also probably not doing it for like Overwatch League where, you know, your people are not allowed to obviously um, watch Twitch streams, Twitch streams while playing in competitive Overwatch. Well, I mean, the, the vast majority of competitive play is in, you know, is local area networks. They're, they're, they're not going to allow the, the game to be viewed because a lot of games, of course, have also uh, adopted a spectator mode. So you don't even have to go to Twitch if you really don't want to. Um, sure. But yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I had an additional thought, but I dropped it. I lost it. I mean, I didn't drop it. I lost it. Did you lose it into your microphone? Did it just like drop off and go into the red void? Oh, um, circling back to the, the Twitch viewer count. Um, the game, of course, that I was const always constantly looking at, Ledger Terra, uh, is oh, 1.7 yes. thousand viewers currently. Um, and it's you basically that thousand is split between two players, really. And I haven't played that game in a minute. Or an hour or a day. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It happens. But, you know. Um, let's do a quick round here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you, because it's 2022, Alter Confusion, of course, is going to try to kick ass and take names. Um, I do have two reviews that are in outline form. Uh, one of course is in inscription and the other one is Griftlands, which I've been playing a shit ton of inscription. Technically, I guess I could go back and play, but it has the story kind of had a finality to it that I'm just like, eh, I'm not gonna play anymore. Uh, I did start playing a game. Like I said earlier, uh, during the stream, I did start playing a game called, uh, death's door which is interesting. Uh, it is a, um, it's a hack and slash game where you are a Raven who is a Reaper. Um, it's an interesting game. I, I streamed it on, what is today? Thursday, Tuesday. I, I did this. My entire stream was about death door. Although I will fully admit that there were a couple times where I was like, you know what? I'm going to change the game, but I stuck with it. There you go. Uh, and for those who want, who are, uh, actively thinking about becoming a patron of Alter Confusion, I know that the last, uh, early access playthrough of, um, oh my gosh, just blanked out on the, the name of the game. Oh, okay. what is, uh, Roki. Uh, they're, and they're wondering what's the next game? Uh, I can tell I all I will tell you is that it is one of five games uh that I recently purchased from Steam. <laughs> nice. Yes. So 
if you are not a friend of mine on Steam, uh, by all means, uh, do an invite. Zelius, my, my name is Alter Confusion on Steam, right? Uh, what was it? Hold on, I just had it open. I can't even remember. I'm pretty sure it's Alter Confusion. Now you're making me think, man. Altered, un, altered underscore confusion. That's what it is. Um, you know, friend me. Friend me on that. Friend me on Twitch or, you know, follow me on Twitch, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that jazz. You even have a link to the website on it. Hmm? You even have a link to the website on well, it. There you go. Speaking of which, I thoroughly apologize to the people who are trying to hit the website and we're getting some weird ass wackadoo shit. Um, Did you know that you have 17 years of service on Steam? Yeah. Um, for some reason, when after my extra life live stream, somehow my extra life widget started doing a redirect. And so if you hit Ultra Confusion, there's a very good chance that you would have just been redirected immediately to Extra Life. So I apologize for that. <laughs> it's been disabled, so you can actually move around the website now. That's actually kind of funny. Um, however, the vast majority of the individuals who are interacting with Ultra Confusion's website are going through links through social media, so they wouldn't have that issue. But if you were to just go to ultraconfusion.com, it doesn't work now, but before, it would have rerouted you to Extra Life. For shits and giggles, I guess. I don't know. So. But anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I believe, I could be wrong, but I'm reading the clock as it is time for us to say goodbye. What? So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Alter Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. For myself, Charlie, and Zelius, it's been a pleasure giving you everything from our heads, our mouths, and of course... Uh -huh. so we'll be back next Thursday for another Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. Remember, kids, keep on gaming in the free world. Amen to that, brother.